Hey, what is up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by the incredible sponsors of the program, ChemicalFreeBody.com. If health and wellness is a priority for you, then check out the incredible products over at ChemicalFreeBody. Plant-based nutritional supplements from Super Greens, my favorite, with all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and micronutrients in just one single scoop. Toss it in your glass of water, your shake, your smoothie, however you want to do it. They also have other incredible products, gut detoxers, anti-inflammatories, immune boosters, and so much more. ChemicalFreeBody.com and check out that promo code, it's me, all one word, it's me for discounts at your checkout. And look, we have so many different insurance policies in our life. And if the last couple years has taught you anything, it taught me that storable food needs to be on that list. Prepare with itsme.com, the incredible products over at My Patriot Supply. They have four-week supply of food, three-month supply, all products with up to a 25-year shelf life. Have the peace of mind, ladies and gentlemen, of having storable food and have that supply on deck. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And uh, if you have, you know, shaving needs like nice chrome domes like me, SkullShaver.com is a whole new concept in face and head shaving. The products offered over there include men's head shavers, face shavers, hair clippers, and trimmers. And ladies, we haven't forgot about you with the butterfly kiss. And we also have a large selection of accessories to make your life that much more simple. All of the shavers come with uh, removable, washable blades made of premium Japanese stainless steel to ensure flawless results. It just makes it so much easier. You can get your shaving done anytime, anywhere, in or out of the shower. It gets no better. Skullshaver.com, front slash discount, front slash it's me. All of the links to these incredible products will be in the description of this episode. So without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are off to the races for another installment of It's Me Speaking to You. As always, Jeffrey Wilson hanging out with you today. I'm, I've had conversations with him on other programs, and I've been following him for a while. But, I mean, I wanted to introduce him here to the It's Me Speaking to You audience. He's He is literally being the change he wants to see in the world, and we're going to get all the way deep into it. Because I think it is so potentially revolutionary, game-changing, humanity-saving, and, and he's going to explain all of it. It is Mr. Jim Gale is joining us today. What's up, Jim? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Jeffrey. Thank you for shining a light on the solutions and the path to freedom for our world. This is it. This is it, man. And, you know, we've talked about so many times whether this show or other shows let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Because, you know, I've said it many times, and it's possibly a controversial statement. I do believe that we have been victims of biological and chemical warfare from from our governments from our food our air our water our soil is absolutely tainted and then we ingest it and eat it we eat it and then we get poisoned by that and then we jump into the pharmaceutical industry which doubles down on the poison and so what jim has been doing and i want him to kind of talk about the origins of how he got into it is this thing of permaculture where he's talking about growing food not lawns take it away jim how'd you get into this and and how are you doing obviously and, and what are you doing to change the world my friend well, it started back about 17 years ago when I really started learning what was happening in the world. I was living in Costa Rica. I had sold a mortgage company that did about $1.3 billion in revenue in three and a half years. I was looking for my next thing, and I love the jungle. I love culture. I love people. And so I went down to Costa Rica, met my wife there, and uh, we had our, our first two daughters. And I learned permaculture, and I also red-pilled, all at the same basic time. <laughs> it's quite a lot. And it was quite a lot, because when I first learned that the world is controlled 
by, for lack of a better term, evil, right? Evil is the opposite of live. Evil are the entities that are causing death and destruction all over our world. <clears throat> and when I finally right. got that through my thick head that there are entities that are trying to harm us, I started looking for the solutions. And it took me a little while to really understand that we have all of it. And it's very simple. When we simply take the poisons out and the ultimate poison is fear and the ultimate lie is scarcity, when we take that BS out of our lives, including the glyphosate and the fluoride and the pharma yes. and all the other poison control mechanisms, when we take those out of our lives and we use our energy wisely, then we are free. And only then are we free. So then I started asking, how? How do we catalyze a shift in awareness mm. that leads to mass adoption of taking the poisons out and using our energy wisely? And that's the journey I've been on for the last 17 years. Well, and again, not to oversimplify it, but somebody whom you follow and, and you, you enjoy this quote, his name is Bill Mollison. And the quote was very simply, though the problems of the world are increasingly complex, the solutions uh, are embarrassingly simple, embarrassingly simple. And that's kind of what you just got into. Exactly right. And I like to change it to joyfully simple. The solutions to all of the world's biggest problems are joyfully simple. They start with a foundation of faith and courage. When we are in a frequency, in an energy in a state of being that's below faith and courage, then we are controlled. Mm. You know, Gierta said, none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free. That's powerful. When I first learned that I was a slave, I argued and I said, I'm not a slave. And then I recognized after a couple questions that <laughs> I was a slave. <laughs> so from that point um, forward, especially more recently, as I've developed my courage and my awareness of who we truly are, I have let go of all fear. And now I am going full speed directly at the solution. And it's it, this, this simple. The <laughs> Garden of Eden, enlightenment. The apocalypse, which means lifting the veil, the ascension, the great awakening, all of those things mean the same thing. We are raising our consciousness. And when we do so, we take the poisons out of our yards and we grow food instead of lawns. Mm. Which is hugely important. It's, I've always found it, I mean, yeah, lawns look nice, but I mean, you have these like home, whatever they called, like the, um, the home... Like you got all the lawns have to look uniform and they put so much energy into like, you know, citing people or whatever it is. Oh, your bushes are too big or they're, they're an eyesore. But I think this is such a game changing thing, Jim, because like you said, I mean, the stuff they're putting on the soil, on the uh, on the lawns, all those chemicals and stuff, and it runs off into the surface water. I mean, it becomes this systemic problem that goes so far beyond how a lawn looks and the, the potential benefit that I really want you to get into it, too, because. It really can't change unless we recognize there is a problem. So you, there's yes. no changing the problem unless you recognize there is one. And I think the way you're going at it on such a, when I say base level, going at it from a community standpoint. 
I mean, we want to we want to make these sure these corporations are held responsible too. But on a community level, when you're talking about growing food and not lawns, when I when you start talking about schools and school district and churches and these people are converting these areas of basically lawn into potentially something that can change the world. And again, this isn't just local communities. Jim is doing this all over the world. Yes. Yeah. In, in fact, we launched about 27 months ago, and we are now in 54 countries and 50 U.S. states, inspiring and empowering people to grow food, to take the poisons out and use their land wisely. It's been an epic run. In fact, I just got done with a two-hour fascinating lunch meeting where two two local and very prominent politicians have asked me to run for mayor against Buddy Dyer. He's been in for 20 years, and he's completely set up by the people that we are not friendly with, right? <laughs> and you're, <laughs> down I, in, I just, you're down in Florida, just for the record. I am. Yeah. Yep, I'm in Florida. And so here, here's the, the five-step um, process that will lead to peace on Earth, right? We got to start. We get to start by demonstrating freedom and abundance, and so that's what we're doing here in Central Florida. We've got our off-grid community called Galt's Landing after yes. John Galt from Atlas Shrugged, where we are completely off-grid. We produce all of the food, all of the water, all of the energy that we need to thrive. And then we are bringing in the community. We are creating a school and a healing hive. And we are basically putting all of the elements of freedom into one place. And we are standing without com- compliance with any ethical government system. We are standing directly in opposition, in sedition, in revolution, but not by fighting. Right. We are demonstrating the ultimate sedition, which, which is simply serving our community. When we serve our community in this way, then people can't fight it without looking like complete idiots. <laughs> exactly. Well, and the proof's in the pudding. You know what I mean. You know when you're when you're eating high quality food, it's a, it's just a trickle effect, man. I mean, it's it, it's a ripple effect that, like you said, it changes absolutely everything. And I think it's very fascinating. You talk about so you. I follow your work and your videos. You have a sign on your property that gets into who is and who isn't allowed to come on your property as a free man. You want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So we have a sign at the beginning that cites um, constitutional law and and court cases that basically revokes implied consent, right? Implied consent is when somebody from the government, which just happens to mean mind control, when somebody from the mind control agency comes to our property and they have this arrogant belief system that is not justified in any ethical or lawful means that they can simply come on our property because they are somehow divinely given the appointment to do so. Mm. That's a lie, my friends. We make it clear at the beginning of our property with three different signs that says you are only allowed on this property if you are invited or if you have a proper jurisdictional warrant signed by a proper judge. And anybody else who comes on our property who does not have one of those two things will be trespassed and we will use the full extent of the system to show that their unethical behavior is not allowed or sanctioned. That's powerful stuff, man. And see, when you get into changing systems like this, there is inevitably because I mean, because it's so entrenched in, in doing the wrong thing when somebody like you comes along and doing the right thing. Have you had 
much I can only imagine if you haven't, it's going to pick up once you start running for politics. Have you had any pushback, any kind of um, negative interactions with people around your community or the powers that be? I have not. And this is what's so fascinating. So I, I study all of the great minds of history. I've studied Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn and Tesla and Napoleon Hill and Dennis Whaley and all these different people. If you name them, if they're in the self-help or that kind of section over the last 40 years or 30 years, I've probably read the book. <laughs> and what I have come to know is, and Tesla explained it in a more scientific way. He said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, mm. right? And now there's one word misplaced in that quote, the word think. Thinking is the past. Thinking is the program. So if you want to find or experience the secrets of the universe, then feel the energy, feel the frequency, feel the vibration of life, of presence, of the divine that is all around us all the time. Because that presence is where source is. That's where God lives. And that is where the ideas and the guidance comes from. Well, and I think that's powerful as well, because when your intention is on creating that kind of higher level of consciousness and you're, you're doing that, you have that intention when you plant these gardens, when you plant this food, in my humble opinion, I'm getting all into metaphysics, but I think that transfers into the food you're growing when it's, when it's done with the intent of what you just explained. And the food that we grow create a symphony of frequency. It's like an orchestra. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. And that affects us. So what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes first, yeah. enlightenment or the Garden of Eden? Right? It, it's together. <laughs> they come together. When we stand in a food forest, and everybody listening, you're all invited to come to the food forest here that we have at Gulf's Landing in Central Florida and St. Cloud, Florida and experience it. We've had over a thousand guests in the last several months and a hundred percent of people have left inspired. It's, it's absolutely amazing. There is something profound about our connection with nature and it has been lost yeah. for the most part, but guess what? It's always right there for us. Well, and again, not to oversimplify it, but it, the solution is so embarrassingly simple. It just takes people to, to, you know, to follow the action that, you know, of the lead that people like you have done. And, you know, I haven't even been to Galt's Landing, but I've seen the videos and it is even just watching it. It's absolutely inspiring because I know the potential that could really change the world. And you've had videos like um, I think it was called Land of Plenty. You and uh, Adrian Grenier from from um, what was that Entourage. You guys had a great little teaser kind of docu little mini documentary on how this is growing. Talk about that and how you guys hooked up. So there's so many divine synchronicities that are happening right now it's <laughs> awesome. i just i stay present people say how do you do it i'm like presence there's only one way yeah. and that's presence and so um i was on i, I met del big tree i in, in fact you know after i sold the mortgage company i had about 20 million dollars i invested every penny and then a bunch more into the solutions by creating off-grid communities and food producing communities and all of these fancy greenhouses and aquaponics and hydroponics and i turned my garage into a microgreens garage That's i awesome. mean so many things until i was finally out of money 
because I was living in an energy of scarcity because I was worried about the future for my grandkids. And about 27 months ago, I literally stepped into the frequency, the energy of faith and courage, which they say is the armor of God. Mm. And from that day forward, things have just been epic. The first, one of the first ideas that came to me was I heard Del Bigtree was going to be in town. So I wrote Del Bigtree a speech. My goal was to show up and give the speech, but there wasn't room for me. And people are like, who are you? What are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) And so I gave it to Dell and Dell was very gracious. And um, he read it and he said, Jim, this, in fact, on tape, he said, Jim, you blew my mind. If anybody wants to watch, there's a show on YouTube called Creating Abundance in Your Backyard. And that was uh, me with Dell Bigtree. And I wrote that, and then Dell Del had us on the high wire. We then exploded in, in growth, right? Metaphorically, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I got a call. So when I was in my 20s, The Crocodile Hunter was my favorite show on TV. I loved Steve Irwin. I loved The Crocodile Hunter. In fact, when he died, I actually had tears. Well, the producer of my favorite show called me up and said, Jim, we love what you're doing. We would like to put together a show with you talking about your vision for the world. And I said, I'm in instantly because it was right. Two days later, I get a call from uh, Carissa said, my other partner, Adrian, um, wants to meet you and talk about helping him grow food. So Adrian Entourage, that was my favorite show for like five or six years of my life in my 30s. That was my favorite show. So within 48 hours, the producer of one of my favorite shows and my favorite actor called me up and said, let's do a show. So we did a show and it's a 30 minute show. It's absolutely fantastic. And it's called The Land of Plenty. It hasn't hit the market yet because one of the main, I think it was NBC or CBS, I kind of get them confused. They wrote me a contract and they wanted to um, get me under contract, but here's the problem. In fact, even the wording relays the problem. Get me under yeah. contract, yes. right? And their morality clause, I was very opposed to because their version of morality, which is forcing masks and lying and tyranny and all that other BS was exactly the opposite of what I was all about. And I will not allow poisons to be sold on anything that I'm doing. Right. So I declined their offer. And now we've got, thank God, because now we got a lot of other stuff going on that's infinitely better yeah. than advertising to people who are sitting on the couch all day watching NBC or CBS. <laughs> yeah, which would mostly be probably pharmaceuticals because there's no more soap operas. It's all, you know, pharmaceutical stuff. So Exactly. Well, and that's cool, the serendipity, you know, how the universe and the stars align for this kind of thing. Because, like, you know, sometimes sometimes the best opportunities are the ones that are missed. Like you said, that didn't quite go the way you wanted it to or the way the universe had planned, but now here you are with more exponential growth for your company and everything you're doing. And I'm going to add the link of the Land of Plenty and the Creating Abundance in the description of this video so you'll be able to see uh, Jim hanging out with Andrew, uh, Adrian Grenet and uh, Del Bigtree, whom I've actually had on uh, my other show, The Conspiracy Farm. Very, very cool guy. And this was before yeah. COVID, but anyway. Um, so you have a website, which I'm going to add, you know, um, how does this work, Jim? How does how do you get people teams to your to your home to your to their 
to their field, to their, you know what I mean? Their, their school it's, playgrounds. How yeah. does this occur as far so, as creating this permaculture? Great. So permaculture is a, it started out as an agricultural design science. So people like Bill Mose and David Holmgren and, and the, all the millions of permaculturalists around the world who have now joined this permaculture movement have been putting their learning together, right? One of the principles of permaculture is observe and interact. And another one is to accept changes or accept um, feedback and make small incremental changes. So what they've done in this permaculture science is they've figured out how to best mimic natural systems or God's design yes. and then create abundance everywhere. So if somebody says, okay, I've got a backyard, maybe a thousand square feet or a tenth of an acre or a quarter acre, and I would like to grow food instead of lawns, right? Okay, great. That's great. That's what we do. We design landscapes to be hyper productive and very, very low maintenance. That's what I found fascinating too, the low maintenance side of it. And is this something that's independent of, of climate? I mean, can you be anywhere and set this up and still have the, the less the zero less labor intensive setup? Yes. We have customers in Canada and Arizona, in the mountains, in the valleys. We have customers all over the world. Permaculture works in every climate on earth. And it's simply a design science where we take the resources that are available, right? Like, I'll give you an example. Um, in Gauss Landing, we have 230 different types of edible and medicinal plants growing on our property, plus a whole bunch of volunteers, which we don't even know what they're called. Like, there's a lot of food growing. And <laughs> my partner in Minnesota has 300 types of food growing his food forest, where mine is about two years old, his food forest is five years old, makes the one we have look like a baby. So in <laughs> northern Minnesota, he has an epic amount of food growing all around his house. Is it Arizona? The desert, huh? Now, Minnesota, but Arizona as well. You know, and there's a video online that's pretty famous in the Permi world. It's called Greening the Deserts of Jordan where people can take the most inhospitable places where it might only rain once every two or three years. And if that's the case, then the goal of that design is to catch and store the water, right? Catching and the three S's, you slow it, you sink it, and you spread it into the landscape itself. Wow. And when you do that over time, and then you plant greens around that and the trees start coming up, then the trees and the land become a water battery and the trees in the rainforest or in the desert are actually what create the humidity, right? Because mm. a big, a big tree in the rainforest can put out 400 gallons of water into the atmosphere per day. Wow. So like you said, you, you the designs are, you do your best to make it to, like you said, to mimic nature in regardless of, of whatever the climate and the situation is. Yes, and whatever the goals of the landowner are, right. right? Some landowners, like I love having a jungle of food. Other <laughs> landowners want to impress their HOA and their neighbors, so they simply transplant their ornamental plants, which don't provide food and typically use poisons, for life-giving and food-producing plants. 
It's such an easy shift. If that's all we did were take out the poisons and exchange our ornamentals for edibles, we would solve world hunger. That was the term I was trying to come up with, the HOAs. And, yeah, you got people who are just way more concerned and put way more energy into, like, the aesthetic side of it than, you know, the actual growing of food, which, you know, is medicine to a large extent. Exactly. Well, that's what's so weird or so interesting watching you walk around Galt's Landing because, like, you had said – like you said, you've only been open like two months. You're like, this was nothing however long ago. And now it literally looks like a jungle gym. Like you go to a jungle gym, like your name, Jim. <laughs> it, yeah. it literally looks like a jungle. And it's so weird because you got like, you know, you got your hibiscus growing right next to an avocado. I mean, the, the mix of everything that just grows freely. And like you, you go up, you pick a grape, you grab some hibiscus. I mean, it's really amazing to me because I just, I would, I've, I've changed a lot of my habits in my life. and I'm just eating a lot better, you know, lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have like, you know, on your land, just walk out back, that's breakfast. Walk out back, that's lunch. You know, it's so, so amazing. And I can only imagine like in aggregate, like how this is actually changing communities, changing people's quality of life, raising their consciousness. I know it's not, nothing's uh, mutually exclusive. Cause like you said, all of this is happening at once. When you, when you grow this food, it's changing people's lives and their quality of life. And again, going back to, like you said, being the change you wish to see in the world. So I just, I find it so very fascinating, man. Really do. It's so it is so beautiful. Like what I'm sharing is a world of abundance. There's no scarcity in our system. Right. The more we serve our earth and our community and our friends and family, the more we get served. So it's, it's like a wheel of abundance. Like right now I can walk outside my house at any time of day, any time <laughs> of year here in Florida in Minnesota, maybe half the year, but in Florida I can walk out and I can get a basket full of food to feed a whole bunch of people within 10, 15 minutes. And again, to those, like I don't know if you do like community, you know, food pantries, giving it to people who don't necessarily have the opportunity, but you're giving them good food. So I mean, the extension, the ripple effect of all of this is absolutely amazing. Not only from your own personal standpoint, but like the world <laughs> changing. It's it's an overused statement, but you're literally changing the world. Not a lot of people could say they're really, really doing that, man. So this is relevant. So Napoleon Hill studied. He was commissioned to study the most successful manifestors, businessmen, and minds in the history of the world. And he studied them, and after a lifetime of study, he deducted whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Mm. And I sat with that. That's a pretty big statement, a pretty big theory or, or hypothesis. So I said, well, if that's true, what can I conceive and believe? Well, right now, after obsessively asking that question for well over a decade, I see a clear path to peace on earth. I see a clear path to abundance everywhere. Now, is it going to be a smooth road? Absolutely not, right? Not for those who are living in fear and scarcity, but for those of us who have raised our energy, risen our energy to that of abundance and love and joy and service then I see it being a joyful and wonderful path. Well, and I think you jumping into the the very tainted world of politics and bringing your really benevolent energy, I think is going to do a lot as far as raising awareness, as far as, like I said, no one, you can't fix a problem unless you recognize there is one. So I think all of the outreach you've done, whether it's Adrian Grenier, whether it's Del Bigtree and now politics, and hopefully going, like you said, you've been on 400 different podcasts and shows, and that's why I wanted you back on to, or back on, or on to help spread the word, get this message out there. Because I think it really kind of sells itself, man. If you really care about your, your own health and the community of health of your community and your family and your loved ones, this is this really does sell itself. 
That's the ticket. When people experience it, right? So when they're on the podcast and they hear about it, they're like, that's pretty cool. When they see it on a video, they're like, that's really cool. But when they stand in a food forest, when you walk through a food forest and you witness the diversity the butterflies, the hummingbirds, the bees, the life, the sights, the sounds. It's a sensory explosion yeah. of joy and abundance. And that's the ticket. When you can experience it, then something happens. You become inspired and then you take action. Without a doubt. And one of the ways I've noticed to really assure you're getting the quality of food that you know you deserve is really to grow it yourself. And I know the government kind of frowns upon self-sufficiency in certain ways, but I know I said it off the top and it sounds like a hyperbolic statement, but we, 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 can sh we can see that we've been under serious, serious attack chemically, biologically for a very, very long time. And this, what Jim is doing is something to mitigate the damage of that. Not only just individual homes, but like I said, communities, man. And when Jim talked about school district and churches, all of these lands that can be converted into food abundance is so definitely game changing. So I'm really happy for you for what you're doing and getting into politics. What is the next step, Jim? What do you guys got planned down there? What's what's next? So um, one thing is, as far as the getting into politics, I haven't made a decision yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk with my wife on whether this is um, a good idea for our family <clears throat> or not. Here's the funny thing. I've never voted in my life because I am not a fan. I have witnessed the destruction yeah. caused by governments around the world. So I've never participated. But that's also the reason why that, and, and by the way, because I'm not registered to vote, that might literally be the reason I can't run, mm. which we're, we're, the, the lawyers are figuring that stuff out right now. I think it's hilarious. Um, so um, anyway, what was your other question, buddy? Well, I was just, I'm just... I'm just thinking like getting into politics and I think you're going to have your share of gatekeepers, if you will, who don't yeah. want somebody like you to do what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. The world of politics is definitely a, a controlled and manipulated situation. That's why I say and that's definitely smart and prudent on your part to, to tease this out. Is this the best move for me and my family? But like I said, I think the potential upswing is, is huge as far as bringing more attention to what you're doing. Um, you know, I was just wondering, like, what is the next step as far as the company? Obviously, you guys are worldwide already, and I'm, I'm assuming you're just going to keep continue doing what you're doing. Yes. We have an event on 11-11 where we are going to demonstrate free energy to the world with all sorts of amazing influencers. Nice. And there's a, a, a basically five steps. The first step is demonstrating freedom. The, the, this is the idea whose time has come, stronger than all the armies of the world. This is simple. Mm -hmm. Take the poisons out, use our resources wisely. And when we demonstrate it, people are inspired. The second layer is to call out and bring aboard the influencers, to coalesce or to organize the influencers, the top influencers. Yes. Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, Tucker Carlson, and some of the political candidates that are running for major office, right? Kennedy and Trump and all the rest of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about Marianne Williamson or this Vic guy or any of these guys, but I've heard that they're good people. So we want to invite them in as influencers, because when we combine the energy of the influencers in social media, along with the politicians, and we then call out with the help of the influencers and the politicians, we go to the corporations and, and at scale and we say, 
we are going to boycott you unless you get rid of the poisons. You gotta quit selling all the poisons right now and here's an alternative because it's one of their biggest profit centers. The alternative is compost tea. And we can easily set up a system where you can create your own compost tea, which is infinitely beneficial to life, mm. right? Com infinitely compared to poisons. And, yeah, and sure. then we, through the use of all of the energy systems, we start putting food forests at every school and every prison. If that's all we did, we're put food forests in schools and teach permaculture in schools and prisons, the world would be changed. And it's going to happen. It's happening. It is already happening. Yeah, without a doubt. Without man, that's just so amazing. Because I know it's not like you said, it's not easy, but it's I don't know. It seems weirdly simple. But like I said, I know the the powers that be that are in control of a lot of these poisons that are in our air, our water, our soil, etc. Aren't going to take necessarily too kindly to what you're doing. But I think it's a genius move, especially utilizing the influencers of. You know the, the Joe Rogans of the world who are are mentally in the same wheelhouse as far as bringing bringing awareness to so many of these kind of problems. And this is yep. this is a huge one, man. This is definitely a huge one. Shout out that website and ladies and gentlemen, when you go to this website, you can obviously see some of the videos Jim's doing. You can you know sign up to become actually explain that a little bit. People can sign up yes. to to basically set up permacultures wherever That's they can right. sell. Yeah. So if a lot of people say, how can we support you? Multiple ways. And the best way that you can support the movement is by growing food. Take the poisons out of your life, your body and your land, and grow food. Right? And if you want to be efficient at that, then one of our designers is standing by to help you design your landscape using permaculture principles. The zone, the agricultural zone you're in, the microclimates, the wind patterns, the rain, the sun, all of the different elements that you have in your space, the permaculture designers will put that together in the design process and they will create a blueprint for you so you can grow a massive amount of food, even on a relatively small space yeah. because a food forest has layers. Right. You've got your roots and tubers underground and your herbaceous layer, your smaller shrubs and taller bushes and smaller fruit trees and taller fruit trees. And then you've got your vines going up the middle of it. So that's what we do. If you want to support and you want to be part of this movement, then grow food. And if you want to speed it up, then let us help you grow food. What's that website? It's foodforestabundance.com. Yes, foodforestabundance.com. Check it out. And again, this is one of those things like I know Jim didn't say that to impress everybody, but, you know, he sold a, a very successful company, had $20 million. This isn't for just the wealthy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, they obviously can afford it. But like Jim was saying, you could have a smaller yard, an acre, a half acre, and still make this work. And it's On a tenth of an acre, you can feed your entire family. <laughs> That's so awesome, man. That's so awesome. Jim, I really can't thank you enough. And, you know, you're obviously welcome back anytime because I know, you know, you are only just getting started. I know you've been in it a while, but, I mean, this is really starting to take off. And like you just said, you know, what? If, I forget the line, but there's no better idea than it's time has come or something like that. Yep. Your, your time has come. You're definitely your time has come. And I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. It sounds cliche, man, but you are literally being the change you want to see in the world. I like to call people like you alchemical agents of altruism, not alchemy where you're transforming lead into gold type thing, but you're transforming human consciousness. You're transforming the quality of people's lives. And again, there's not a lot of people can really say they're out there doing that. So thank you so much, brother. 
Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. And if anybody wants to join us, please do. That's what we're doing. We are helping to create a movement. Permaculture is the answer. God's design is the answer. And join us. D together, we win this war. And are you on any other social networking, Twitter, anything like that, where yeah. you could follow your personal stuff? Yeah, Telegram is awesome. We have a really good group on Telegram, a lot of great information there every day. It's food forest abundance. We're on Twitter and all those other ones. I don't personally manage those, but we're definitely on there. Yeah, he's out there, ladies and gentlemen. So foodforestabundance.com. Jim Gale is his name. And again, peace and so much love, my friend, and keep crushing it. Uh, you're, doing the, you're doing the Lord's work, man. Can't tell you enough. Uh, big hug, brother. And by the way, if anybody wants to come visit us at Golf Landing, we have Airbnbs. And that website is galtslanding.farm. Galtslanding.farm. I will add all of these things in the description of the video. Dot farm, you said? Dot farm, yes. Galtslanding.farm. All right, Jim Gale has been with us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. Peace, so much love, guys. Stay tuned. There will always be more.